Resilient Solutions, Episode 4, How Resilient Leaders Manage Pandemic Fatigue. Well, hello and welcome to Episode 4 of Resilient Solutions. My name is John Thurman, and my mission is to help you become more resilient in your personal life, your relationships, your business endeavors, and in your faith. And a little bit about me, I'm an author, a speaker, a licensed mental health professional, work-life consultant, and life coach that helps people become more intentional and resilient. And I'm grateful that you've chosen to spend the next few minutes with me. And today I'll be talking about resilient leadership and how to survive and thrive in a pandemic-fatigued world. Aren't you glad that masks are finally coming off in some places? Vaccinations are taking place. We're able to move more. Businesses are reopening. All sorts of good stuff's going on. And yet, we're facing some daunting times right now. Zig Ziglar is a man who impacted so many people in his life. My wife and I have read his books. John Acuth and Seth Godin both say that Zig Ziglar has been one of the major thought leaders in their lives. His influence covers multiple generations, and his message was just straightforward and common sense. And one of the things that he said was most important is that one must first manage himself before they lead others. Pretty strong medicine, isn't it? Isn't that the truth? You've got to manage yourself before you can manage your family. You've got to manage yourself before you can manage your work team. You've got to manage yourself before you manage your business. You've got to manage yourself before you really can do anything effectively. And what I know about crisis leadership is that your true leadership abilities or lack of them will reveal themselves in a crisis. At the moment when the crap hits the fan, you will either rise to the occasion or crash and burn wondering what happened. You will either be a resilient leader or you'll buckle under pressure. Now, I know that's tough. I know that's strong. But right now, as we're coming out of this crazy COVIDness, you stand at the door of opportunity. You can walk through that door with growing confidence, with some new and fresh ideas, with a new commitment to yourself and your team, or you can cower in fear and wonder what happened and the world will pass you and your business by. I hope you don't do that. In my uh, work as a corporate crisis response specialist, I've seen it go both ways. I've been involved with mass shootings at schools. I was involved in the shootings down in El Paso. I was involved in the shootings at MCOR. I've been involved in lots of trauma and drama on a corporate side. And I've noticed there are two types of leaders. There are leaders who accept what has happened and lean into the adversity. And when they're facing adversity, they're first of all looking at, number one, what can I do to help my employees get through this? Number two, what can I do to help my business get through this? And number three, how is this going to impact the greater community? In both research and in my personal work with over 200 disruptive workplace events and crisis events, I've seen that resilient leaders demonstrate five core traits or qualities. So here are the five real quick. Well, the first and probably the most important trait is that they practice active optimism. They see the problem for what it is, but they don't just see the problem. They see through it. They see things for their team and their business that are good down the road. They believe that better days are ahead, and they infuse that into their team. The second trait of a resilient leader is they are decisive. They do not suffer decision constipation. In my book, The No Fair Entrepreneur, we talk about six of the main reasons entrepreneurs don't excel. 
And one of those is fear of decision making. And we'll see so many people that when I mention decision constipation, they are scared to make a decision. I mentioned to you in another episode that I can tend to be a procrastinator. And when I finally embraced the fact that procrastinators are closet perfectionists, I could begin to deal with it. So with that disclosure, let's get back to some things that resilient leaders do. So they're decisive. Resilient leaders are decisive in the face of adversity. They have the ability to overcome the paralysis of analysis to make difficult and ongoing decisions. To be a leader through this pandemic fatigue that we're overcoming, you must be decisive and act to move forward. You have to acquire the courage and take the necessary measures to move you and your organization to a better place. And the decisions you make today may be different than the ones you need to make tomorrow based on the information, the market, and your personnel. So be decisive and flexible, realizing that tomorrow may bring you new situations, new information, as well as new opportunities. So the first two traits of resilient leadership are active optimism and decisiveness. The third one, and this is, this is so important, is that they have a moral compass. They have that internal ability to evaluate their actions against the gold standard of honor, integrity, fidelity, and ethical behavior. In other words, just like my grandmama used to tell me, character is doing the right thing even when others are not looking. So having a moral compass, having a clearly defined set of values is one of the key things that makes a leader resilient in times of adversity. The next trait of resilience leaders is that they have this relentless tenacity, determination, and grit. You see, a key ingredient in being tenacious is knowing when to pursue a course of action and when to quit. To discover hidden opportunities, to build your resilience, to boost your physical, moral, spiritual, and psychological resilience. And while psychological resilience is important, it can be both caught and taught. So let me encourage you to be strong and be resilient for your team. Now, the next thing that's important for resilient leaders is the importance of having a support system, that is, interpersonal support. Please allow me to ask you just one simple, quick question. Who has your six o'clock? Who has your back? While research tells us that we're more connected than we've ever been, studies also show that we have never been lonelier. To be effective, you've got to intentionally be connected to others. So now that we've covered five traits of resilient leaders, I want to give you four actionable items that you can begin doing today to help your organization move through this pandemic fatigue. So the first thing that you as a leader have to do, and we alluded to this in the first part of this talk, is you've got to have boundless optimism. Now, this doesn't mean some type of wild and crazy uh, positive energy, but it is based on a deep belief that you and your team have everything they need to move through this and grow to the future. And not only to get through it, to look through it and to become something better. Leadership all begins with you. And if you're upbeat and positive and you are forward looking, your team will catch that and they'll follow you. The second thing that resilient leaders do is they observe and listen deeply, watching for signs of exhaustion and natural responses to stress. I can't reiterate how important it is for resilient leaders to keep their fingers on the pulse of their organization as as far as how they're managing stress and those things associated with it. Let's continue. So first of all, first leaders have this boundless optimism. Secondly, they're learning to listen deeply and carefully for signs of distress, stress, and just checking on how their people are doing. The third thing that awesome, resilient leaders do is they're constantly developing their skills by being 
adaptable, and resilient. The market has changed. Leaders who focus on the resilience of those that they lead will not only do the right thing for their people, but they'll also be setting themselves up to succeed in the new and ever-changing world that we're living in now. Upskilling on adaptability and resilience can be a powerful way to improve both your well-being and your personal experience and that of your team. Matter of fact, the research tells us that resilient leaders, by the fact of their optimism, their tenacity, and their decision-making, actually encourage other team members to step it up a notch or two. When a leader leads in these areas, three or four things happen. Number one, creativity improves. Number two, innovation begins to ramp up. People become more adaptable and resilient and they're flexible and teachable. And as a result, your clients, your customers, those you serve get a better product, good, or service. The research is clear. Adaptability and resilience are flexible, teachable skills. Those individuals, families, and organizations that are able to flex and grow through adverse events are the ones that are going to see positive growth as we move in these dynamic days of change. The fourth and final trait of resilient leaders is that true leaders are servant leaders. True leaders, servant leaders, focus on the care and well-being of their teams by staying connected, by being present, and having a listening ear. So what are those five core traits of a resilient leader in the time of crisis? First is active optimism. Secondly is decisiveness. Third is they have a moral compass. They make clear ethical decisions. Fourth, they demonstrate relentless tenacity, determination, and grit. And number five, they have a support system. They've got a team that has their back, and they have their team's back. And as we wrap up the day, I would just like to remind you of those four actionable items that resilient leaders demonstrate. The first item is that leaders lead. The second is that good leaders, resilient leaders, uh, both observe and listen deeply to check on their organization to monitor their stress and their exhaustion. The third things that resilient leaders do is they are constantly developing their skills of being adaptable and resilient and flexible, which also leads to them setting a positive, we-can-do-this type attitude in their business or with their team. And then finally, True leaders are servant leaders. They put their people above their product and above their profit. Well, let me ask you this question. Are you a resilient leader? Are you actively engaging in developing those resilient muscles? If you're needing some help in developing your resilience muscle, why not give me a call? I offer a free 20-minute consultation, and all you need to do is call me, leave a voicemail, and I'll get back with you. And that number is area code 505-343-2011, 505-343-2011. Or you can also check out my website, johntherman.info, J-O-H-N-T-H-U-R-M-A-N.info. Hey, thanks again for listening today. I hope you have a great week. And remember, we'll be back next Tuesday morning. And don't forget, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will make a choice to rejoice and be glad in it.